Hello, Real Madrid fans. This is your host, Enrique Caceres, and Real Madrid Champions of Champions podcast. Thank you all for listening. We have the La Liga coming back from international break. Real Madrid players coming back. We get the win 2 1, Real Sociedad, but we had to suffer in the first half. It's uh, it's difficult uh, to relate. The game, I was not impressed in the beginning of the first half. And it seemed uh, that Real Madrid were just maybe left sleeping a bit or left their, left their boots in the locker room. But it didn't seem they were up for the game in the first half. Um, but let's recap the game right now. Real Madrid wins 2-1. Great victory. Uh, Real Sociedad get off on an early lead in the fifth minute uh, by Ander Persadic and they were able to get into uh, into Tacobo who is the Real Madrid ex uh, Fabrica player academy player he has signed for Real Madrid he also has a buyback clause of 33 million as well and I think he's a player that we should be considering or even taking a look of because on the right side and on their right side, uh, Kubo mishandled Frank Garcia and Tony Cruz uh, by himself, uh, had uh, taken the team up uh, on his shoulders and has shown that he was able to take over the game in the 45 minutes. He was able to uh, cut back inside, get a good cross in and find the second forward coming into the 18-yard box in between Rudiger and Carvajal and able to slide it home with the with the with that header into the goal. And one nothing Real Sociedad. And then they, we suffered in that first half. That half was extremely, extremely difficult. Second half, we kick off. No subs. I was surprised by that. I thought he would have taken Frank Garcia off or Tony Cruz, but Carlo Ancelotti stuck with them, and they paid him back. And and Federico Valverde was able to get a, uh, an assist from Frank Garcia. He Valverde on top of the 18, gets a great strike in, hits the inside of the uh, post to go right into the, into the net. 1-1 Real Madrid in the 46th minute, right coming out of the locker room. So it seemed they... <laughs> Probably got a yelling at or were told to adjust some things. And I did see a, a noticeable thing. Frank Garcia was allowed to uh, have that freedom going forward. And Tony Cruz was able to cover more and more going back. Uh, something maybe that Tony Cruz maybe needed because he tucked in more inside and cut covered more of the fullback instead of him facing up on the on the midfielder himself, Kubo. He was uh, more and more... Um, Frank Garcia was asked to more press up and play forward more instead of Tony. And then um, the second goal, Josalu, a header. And again, it was Frank Garcia receiving the ball out wide and finding that perfect ball from his left foot, crossing it in and finding Josalu with uh, a Real Madrid player running into the first post, leaving open the se- second post where Josalu was standing. And Josalu gets that header and gets wins the game winner 2-1 comfortable win after that goal nothing really was alarming for for Real Sociedad it seemed they uh, the analysis of the game for me was that the first half they had run their socks off expecting to get maybe a two two nothing uh, two goals or three goals in the first half expecting that running it off and then in the second half they were going to sit back but 
wasn't the case. They didn't get enough goals in that first half. Real Sociedad. And uh, second half, they were with Real Madrid with, at home uh, with the pressure on and also embracing that pressure from the stadium and the fans taking take that uh take those two goals in the second half with the moving up the lines further and and Real Sociedad also out of steam uh ran out of gas I think they ran too much in the first half trying to play trying to outnumber Real Madrid in the in the lines and pressing them and and also maybe focusing too much on Jude Bellingham to to win to man mark him throughout the pitch and also probably getting exhausted from him as well it was a, a game that I was in and out of. I couldn't really figure out or pinpoint why we won that game, but I think more than ever, than more, I never seen a player like Frank Garcia have uh, a subpar first half and then becoming a man of the match player in the second half with two assists. I, I have to say that's probably one of the few times I see that happen in, in this level and especially in Real Madrid. But uh, Real were... were were up to the task in the second half they weren't in the second half and the adjustments were made and and maybe tired legs maybe players that needed to step up because Jude Bellingham wasn't going to score every single game so we needed Joselu to score we needed Rodrigo to score we needed Valverde to score three players that typically score for us and Valverde scored and Joselu scored Rodrigo still I'm having if in doubts he's had some uh, breakaways that I figured he should have been playing better but I don't know exactly what's pinpointing why he's not getting putting those those uh, cha- those spots away. I'm uh, I'm a little questionable on um, on where our defense falls with what such an early goal we can't be caught napping, and I think Real Madrid struggled in getting up to the speed of the game and then maybe needing some time to reshape, refigure out. And, and I guess that's where Carlo comes into play. But my man of match performance is Frank Garcia for the two assists in both goals and understanding that he is a valuable player in this team, uh, maybe growing into the position. And what's important is that he needs time and patience. I don't know if finding another left back would uh, help him better. I don't know if it'll ruin his confidence at the moment, but right now we need to uh, stick with him, be patient, and and time will tell. I don't know if his defense is the best yet. After analyzing this game, he's been tested many, many times and been caught out many times in this position. So Real Madrid need to figure out where the left back is happening. And another uh, important case of it all, I've realized that Modric and Tony Cruz are um, players to come in in the last 20 minutes. They can't be starting. Uh, the pace is too fast. The game is too fast and better off to catch these teams tired than, than up to par when they're ready to play in the first minute one because La Liga has been coming out storming at the end. And every time Tony plays... We always get an early goal against us, uh, probably the lack of days ago, or maybe the lack of speed he has to track back. But Tony brings a lot of things that I think that is valuable more in the second half than what it is the first half, where you need to keep the scoreline uh, 0-0, where you need to match the fitness of the opponent. And uh, I think that's where Real Madrid uh, have been crucial. What I think Real Madrid did uh, to win this game was the substitutions, that came after the goal and also the non-substitutions in the first half, I think, keep, keeping the team in, 
they struggled, uh, but they weren't awful and they weren't getting enough going forward. I think that's what it was, the pressing of the lines and, and maybe making adjustments and moving players further to one side to assist another. And I think uh, pushing lines of uh, Frank Garcia up, Tony Cruz coverage, asking Rodrigo to drop in more, uh, asking Jude to drop, uh, go in further into the in the deep line. I think that was a, a emphasis that needed to be done. And they did that. And they were able to win the game. Uh, important win for them. Uh, Real Madrid is um, right now at the moment leading the way. La Liga with 15 points. Uh, five wins out of five. Uh, Ten goals in favor. Three goals against. Seven defended. So, I mean, we're we're looking fine at this point on. Um, but... Uh, Barcelona is only two points ahead, uh, two points behind us in second place. And I'd like to continue our, our top of the table lead and continue winning um, La Liga at this point on. And I would like this to stick, but it's a long season in La Liga. You get uh, Real Madrid suffer typically in January and February in those months, and typically the season's lost at that time. But uh, I would hope this season we would play a bit better. Um, but. Um, I think Real has uh, a lot to offer at this point now with Vinicius maybe coming back sooner than rather later. Maybe they're taking their patience, but I'd rather them have 100% Vinicius because he does mark the difference when they both play and uh, the speed of both of them has been tremendous and much needed the threat going forward. And maybe that would have helped us um, overall. Um, But Real needs to have a big match coming up in Champions League. Uh, Wednesday against Union Berlin and they need to win and they need to perform better than this time because Union Berlin is going to come out firing in all cylinders. They are a team that will be we have to we can't be wary of. Um, but guys, uh, this is the first part of the pod. Uh, we'll take a commercial break and we'll go over the second part uh, of the rest of the weekend matches and to just line up uh, rest and then we'll have a following pod to going over the Champions League uh, groups. Thanks, guys. Uh, please, it's commercial break. Okay, guys, uh, we're back at over the weekend, September 9th, uh, September 15th, I'm sorry, and I was able to watch the, the game Bayern Munich versus Leverkusen. Bayern had, had the win they were they were doing well they were winning the game 2-1 86 minutes from uh from Goretzka Harry Kane had scored earlier uh Grimaldi had tied it against Leverkusen um so it was uh, 2-1 in the 86 minute and then Alfonso Davis does a, a very poor judgment of fouling one of the Leverkusen players inside the box a slight soft push but uh, penalty kick, VAR goes to it, still considers it a PK, looks over, and Palacios from Leverkusen gets it, gets the goal. Um, 2-2 finishes the game. Uh, pretty uh, top two teams right now. And Bundesliga, Bayern was dropped to second place, Leverkusen uh, first due to... Uh, through goals defended, 8-plus for Leverkusen, 7-plus for Bayern, a tied on points, 10-10. So, I mean, it was a, a good game to show that Leverkusen will push Bayern to the to the final. 
uh, to the final day of the season and maybe continue on this form. Let's see if they can continue. Bayern, I can't. I won't say anything besides this. It's coming off an intestinal break. They're playing Friday. A lot of players played. So, I mean, regardless, I think uh, we shouldn't. I think they need a little bit more time implementing Harry Kane, but having Harry Kane and a player who scores so many goals, I think Bayern should be able to pull this Bundesliga out again. And then we had the PSG versus Nice lineup. And again, I'd say it's probably something to do with what over the international break, a lot of international players and PSG less than Nice. So more time to cover more maybe fitness levels and Luis Enrique still adjusting to his team. Mbappe gets uh, two goals, but also just not enough for Nice to win the game 3-2. Mbappe is going to need a bit more help and Nice is going to, and Luis Enrique is going to need more time working on this squad. And then we have the following on Saturday, the 16th, some big games. Uh, Recap the scores. Three 3-1 3-1 Liverpool away from home. Big goals from Gakpo, Robinson, and Bueno's own goal from Wolves. But Wolves had the early goal and they weren't able to keep the lead. Juventus again, 3-1. Pretty interesting for them. They don't have any European soccer this year, so they look comfortable enough to take La Liga by by the City by storm. Vlaovic was able to get two goals and win the game. And then RB Leipzig gets a a win against uh, Augsburg, 3-0. Dortmund was able to get a win against Freiburg, 4-2. And both teams, to me, are still... Dortmund sitting uh, 7th, still early, and RB Leipzig sitting 3rd. I wouldn't focus too much on that. It's still early, but both teams have shown signs of flaws as well. But RB Leipzig has recruited well with... uh, Xavi Sims and he is um, he's a tremendous player and I think that'll elevate Dortmund probably now Dortmund hasn't able to recruit that much as good as them um, but we'll see what brings in for the rest of the season Aston Villa was able to get a 3-1 win against Crystal Palace um, Dudan scores that late winner and it was uh, it was a, a very late comeback from Crystal Palace to get three goals in the last four minutes of the game and uh, after the 87th minute. And then Brighton get the win 3-1 against Manchester United. Not <laughs> Manchester United looked effortless in this game. I was told um, not good enough. Wellback, Gross, and, Pe- and Pedro scored for Brighton. One goal in the first half, two goals in the second half. But Manu was able to get that final goal. But still, not enough for Man U to be able to lose at home in Old Trafford as well, which was not a good sign. Teams aren't fearing them. Teams aren't focused on them. Teams aren't even considering them a threat at this point. 2-1 win versus uh, for Spurs. A late comeback at the end. Richarlison coming back from his uh, international break and also talking about how he's been speaking to... Speaking about his mental health, I'm not scoring, and he's figuring out that the goal was anything better than that can be what's needed for him to get back into form. 3-1 win against West Ham. Manchester City gets that that win much needed. 
uh, West Ham were able to lead for the first half, but then the second half, uh, Manchester City came firing up. And again, I, you have to say it's international break coming back. It's always going to be an issue for these teams having so many players travel. Valencia get a huge win versus Atletico Madrid. 3 nothing. Uh, I'm assuming probably because of international break, this thing happened. They caught off guard, caught off form. Uh, three goals. Two goals from Duro, two, one goal from Guerra, uh, Guerra, and I think that's where Atletico Madrid were struggling a bit. Inter get a 5-1 run, uh, stomping over Milan. Inter really putting on the Jets and really scoring well. And and Lautaro Martinez was full praise of uh, of uh, Turan and a uh, huge, huge player that's going to mark the difference for this team as well. 5-1, Milan struggled. They're going to need to reshape everything. They are, they are in Champions League. They're going fi- to have to gonna figure this out. And then a uh, 5-0 win for Barcelona against Real Betis. Important, important win for Barcelona. 5-0, five goals. Uh, didn't show any signs of slowing down. Important. And then you had uh, the New York City, New York uh, Red Bulls derby. 0-0 finished. Uh, not much to talk about there. Athletic uh, Atlanta United, five, into Miami, two. And uh, Messi seemed a bit alarmed at the point. He didn't uh, He didn't get that W that much needed. He he didn't start this game as well, so he must have came on in the second half. And, or not, he didn't even come on today. Oh, wow, that's interesting. They didn't even bring him on, and he didn't even start. So mm, there you go why they would lo- lose that game. They need Messi. Everyone needs Messi at this point in life. And then um, the 17th of September, Portmouth, Chelsea, 0-0. Very, very, um, a game that I expect more goals. But again, what can you expect? Chelsea cannot score at this point. And I'll highlight something important as well. If Jackson is going to be your center forward, Guys, uh, I've seen Nicholas Jackson play for VRL. He was struggling in the second half of the season last year to even get on the team scoring goals. He has, he's always, he's raw. He's a raw talent. He struggles in front of goal. He's always, and if he's going to lead your line, you are going to struggle scoring goals. So he might be effortless. He does tireless things, but Jackson has struggled prior to scoring goals and he's going to continue struggling, especially if he's struggling in La Liga scoring, what would you think he's going to not struggle in EPL? So. Chelsea and Pochettino have a lot of work to do, but we need to be patient. They need to, they'll be getting a striker maybe in January and figure out where they're going to get those 20 goals a season. Everton drop uh, points against Arsenal, 1 0 win. Fantastic goal by uh, Trossard, hitting that second post, finding uh, assist from Saka. And then uh, Roma hit seven against Empoli. Lukaku gets on, Dipala gets on. They're going to be a force to reckon once they get together. Again, like I said, we recapped the Real Madrid versus versus Real Sociedad. Real Madrid gets a huge win, but that's for the weekend, guys. And then we have Champions League this weekend. Uh, today, we'll also have uh, Nottingham Forest versus Burnley, a game that everyone probably will be watching because it's important for the bottom of the table and mid-table teams. But Real... Uh, Again, like I said, it was a great weekend. Champions League starts this week, Tuesday and Wednesday, the 19th and the 20th, and we'll figure. And I'll give a recap after that. Uh, we'll start a recap for the uh, for those games, and also we'll have a preview for the groups and figure out where every 
both team, all the teams stand and fall. And we'll talk about our team, Real Madrid. But thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. Please rate and subscribe to the podcast, guys. Thanks. Bye.